My name is Amira Abira, and today I will be sharing my teaching philosophy. The main concept that my teaching philosophy revolves around is the idea that school should have a strong sense of community. I believe that teachers and students should have more than just a very strict professional relationship between them. I believe that teachers are foundational for students' lives, and therefore they should be there to, of course, support students academically, but also on a personal level as well. The first question that I'm going to discuss is the purpose of education. This semester, I was lucky enough to take this class along with a sociology class, which touched upon the topic of education. I learned that in the education system, there's of course the obvious purpose of school, which also is very important, which is to teach students traditional knowledge, such as sciences, mathematics, and literature. But I also learned about Latin functions of education. These Latin functions are the ones that are less obvious but still happen in every school. Therefore, this contributed to my philosophy because I was able to learn that the purpose of education is actually to socialize students. Schools is like a transition for children from being sheltered in their homes to entering the real world. It's that middle phase and therefore schools socialize students. Although schools give students traditional knowledge, it also transitions them into the real world, which is why I believe that a huge purpose of education is teaching students how they should face challenges and grow from them. To me, it is very important that my students would learn that it's okay to fail and you can always bounce back from those failures and that sometimes to succeed, you need to fail. In the article titled, What is the Purpose of Education in 500 Words or Fewer? The teacher that wrote the article explains that it is very important to teach students about the inevitability of change. A lot of times our students, and I speak from personal experiences, are only exposed to very sheltered and stable environments. However, it is so important to teach students that when you enter the real world, there's a lot of change that happens and they need to be able to adapt to those changes. So in my philosophy, a huge purpose of education that may not be obvious is actually socializing students and getting them ready to take on the world. Another major concept that I believe in is the idea of having a growth mindset and passing that on to students. This idea is discussed in Dweck's article, The Origins of Children's Growth and Fixed Mindsets. The article highlights the importance of passing on these growth mindsets to students, and this can be done by letting them accept failures and learning from them rather than being discouraged and giving up. It is very important to me that when I become a teacher, I will teach my students to adapt to having a growth mindset because individuals with fixed mindsets, according to Dweck, are more likely to settle for the minimum and believe that they cannot build upon their fixed traits that they are given, which are their natural abilities and talents. However, in a growth mindset, students are able to believe that their abilities and intelligence can grow and be developed as long as they work hard and never give up. This is a huge part of my philosophy because from personal experience, I've learned in life that persistence is everything. And someone with a fixed mindset might believe that they're not enough and they can't achieve great things in life. However, if that changes to a growth mindset, that student will be able to strive for greatness and never give up until they reach their personal goals. The next question that I'll be answering is what should students learn? In my opinion, along with traditional knowledge, students should also learn about real-life skills that can be applied to their life in order to maximize their quality of life outside of just school environments. Earlier this semester in class, we discussed the knowledge model and the well-being model. After reading about both these models and discussing them in class with my groupmates, 
I came to the conclusion that the ideal for me would be a mix of those two, which finds a balance between the knowledge model, which focuses on theory and learning, mathematics and traditional learning, along with the well-being model, which focuses on students finding their individuality by tapping into their creativity and personal passions. I believe that in life, along with traditional knowledge, it's also very important to have a sense of individuality and have creative abilities. And therefore, my goal as a teacher would be to teach both of these ideals to my students, and that way they can adapt them to their lives as they please. Currently, I am studying to become a teacher in the sciences department, and I found an article that was very interesting to me because it spoke about the sciences. The article I found, written by Mervis J., discusses the importance of students learning material that makes them curious. I 100% agree with this idea because as a teacher, I want to teach my students the material in a way that interests them and intrigues them rather than a bland traditional way that doesn't really keep them engaged. I would do this by teaching my students how each specific subject that I'm teaching them actually impacts their life. The article highlighted the importance of taking this approach as teaching the students how each subject affects their life makes it more practical and applicable to their personal lives. That way, the students will become more intrigued and interested in sciences. Moving on to the next topic, I will now discuss how and where students should learn. In my philosophy, I believe that the most effective way to teach students is in an interactive way. So in my opinion, the most effective way for students to learn is to fuse traditional teaching methods with research, inquiry-based learning, place-based learning, and also labs. As a future science teacher, I definitely plan on including labs and researches into my curriculum because from the perspective that I currently have as a science student, the way that I learn the most efficiently is through these labs and researches. Moreover, as we discussed in class earlier this semester, Play-based learning and learning outside the classroom is actually an effective way of teaching students. That also includes field trips where students can have hands-on experiences with the content that they are learning in the classroom. An article that I read relating to this topic, which is titled Learning Outside the Classroom, Practical Suggestions for Reorganizing Courses to Promote Higher Order Thinking, mentioned that inside and out-of-class learning is more beneficial for students and it does not compromise the curriculum. Therefore, this is a method that I would like to adapt in my teaching method as it makes the content being learned more enjoyable for students and has actually proven to lead to higher order thinking. The next topic that we are going to discuss is one that I'm very passionate about and that is the question of how students should be assessed. Although I to an extent do believe in tests, I believe that there should be more than just tests in order to assess a student's knowledge. In the research titled Addressing Test Anxiety, it can be found that 20-40% to 40 of students suffer with test anxiety, and as a teacher, I would take that struggle into consideration. From personal experience and experiences that I've heard from my classmates, an individual with test anxiety can have the knowledge needed that they're going to be tested on, but once they go into the test, they get very anxious and completely blank. As a teacher, I would want to support my students, which is why tests would not be my main form of assessment. I would assess my students through discussions in class and also online discussions. The idea of online discussions was introduced to me through this class because previously to taking this one, none of my other classes had included online forums. However, taking this class, I realized that students who may not feel comfortable speaking out in the class right away have the chance to express themselves and ask questions and also interact with their classmates and teacher in a more comfortable environment from their home behind a screen. 
Therefore, I would want to incorporate that into my classroom because a major part of my teaching philosophy is to accommodate students that have certain cases such as social anxiety or those that are just shy at first. Another way that I would assess students is through projects, research, and interactive learning. I believe that inquiry-based learning is very beneficial for students and helps them retain information. It is a more interactive form of learning as they can collaborate with their classmates and teachers while learning. Moving on, I personally believe that it is very important to support students that have anxiety, depression, and different struggles. And an article titled Anxiety in the Classroom gives different methods that teachers can take in order to support their students. One of those methods is including lessons on anxiety, which teach relaxation methods and time management, which is definitely something I would want to include in my classroom. Another method is having a classroom pass, in which if a student is feeling anxious or just needs a breath of fresh air, they can leave the class with no questions asked, as long as they come back within a few minutes. Having daily routines in place has also proven to help students with anxiety, as it gives them a sense of familiarity and comfort, and that is something I would want to include in my classroom. Because again, a huge part of my philosophy is for teachers to support students in different ways than just academically. Lastly, test accommodations have been proven to be very helpful for students with anxiety, which is why I would incorporate different assessment methods into my classroom. Lastly, I'm going to discuss what it means to apply foundational knowledge about First Nations, Métis, and Inuit in the classroom. So essentially, I'm going to discuss the meaning and significance of indigenizing education in Canada. In my opinion, indigenizing education is very important for several reasons. First of all, I believe that it is very crucial that Canadian citizens and residents of Canada acknowledge the land that they are on and respect the people that it belongs to. And to do so, we must learn about their culture, their way of life, and their beliefs. In an article titled Indigenizing Education and the Phenomenology of Place, the writer explains that after reading about and studying Native American philosophy, their perception and relation to the land drastically changed. Furthermore, the article explains that teaching students about the history of a place and the origins of it gives them a different perspective on metaphysics and allows students to develop a deeper meaning of what it means to be in a place and to have a very spiritual connection with the land that they are on. For instance, Native American culture is known to highly value the land that they are on and they spiritually connect with animals, plants, and all beings on the earth. Passing on these values and teaching these values to our students would be very beneficial because it would raise a generation of individuals that value the land that they are on, which is the type of mindset that we need to combat climate change issues that are very real and occurring today. Another interesting point that the article mentioned earlier brought up is that modern education does not urge students to ask themselves philosophical and existential questions that work towards their spirituality. The writer explains that the skills that students are taught in school are the ones that are beneficial for them to fit into society and benefit them in jobs. However, they are not teaching them skills that fulfill the biggest parts of the human existence, such as spirituality. However, these concepts are highly valued in Native American culture, and therefore this should be incorporated into the education system. In my philosophy, it is very important to indigenize education, because that way, students can be introduced to more than just Eurocentric and Western values, and they can be introduced to the Native American culture and perspective, which tends to be misunderstood, but as educators, we should feel the responsibility to teach students how beautiful Native American culture really is and how important it is to value it.
For instance, when we had the guest speaker come into our class in Education 201, she introduced us to her culture and I got a very different perspective on it that was very eye-opening. I love that she introduced the talking stick to us and that way every student in the class had their opportunity to vocalize their personal opinion and views on certain topics and I think that that is very beautiful. Moreover, another reason that I think it is very important to indigenize education is so that students realize that assimilation and marginalization are real issues, and history unfortunately tends to repeat itself. And by educating Canadian students about these issues, we can hope that such events can be prevented from occurring again. I also personally relate to the Native American people of Canada and the struggles that they have to go through because I am ethnically from Algeria, more specifically I am Berber. We, the Berber people, are the native people of Algeria, and unfortunately, we had to undergo colonization and cultural cleansing several times. My family always valued teaching me about Berber culture, but unfortunately, I can feel the generational trauma in this cultural cleansing, because for example, I do not know how to speak our native tongue. Instead, I was just taught Arabic and French, which are the language of the people who colonized Algeria. However, learning about our traditional cultures was very eye-opening, and that is why I think it is important for Canadians to learn about Native American culture, because I wish that had happened back home. I wish that back home, they would teach the entire country about Native Algerian culture, but unfortunately, I cannot have that impact there. And therefore, as an educator in Canada, I can educate students about Native American culture. I would like to thank you for taking the time to listen to my teaching philosophy. I am aware that my teaching philosophy is a work in progress, and as I grow as an individual and continue throughout this program, my teaching philosophy will change as well. I am excited to see what those changes will be, and I hope for the best. Thank you so much and have a good day.